this evening, Mark chapter number one. And if you're surprised I'm preaching, I am too. Amen. Mark, Mark chapter number one. And it's been good to be in the house of God tonight. Appreciate the good spirit of the Lord and uh, all of us singing. And uh, boy, we could go home now. Amen. And uh, the Lord's just blessed tonight. And uh, thank God for his presence. Amen. And uh, there is no substitute for the presence of God. And uh, I like being at church when God's here. And uh, just appreciate the help that we've got already tonight. Amen. Mark chapter number 1. <clears throat> and uh, let's uh, begin reading in uh, verse number 4. All right. Mark chapter number 1 and verse number 4. The Bible says, John did baptize in the wilderness and preach the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. And there went out unto him all the land of Judea, and they of Jerusalem, and were all baptized of him in the river of Jordan, confessing their sins. And John was clothed with camel's hair and with a girdle of a skin about his loins, and he did eat locusts and wild honey, and preached, saying, There cometh one mightier than I after me, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. I indeed have baptized you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized of John in Jordan. And straightway coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens open and the Spirit like a dove descending upon him. And there came a voice from heaven saying, Thou art my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And immediately the Spirit driveth him into the wilderness. And he was there in the wilderness forty days, tempted of Satan, and was with the wild beast, and the angels ministered unto him. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to stand tonight. Father, I pray, Lord, that you'd, uh, Lord, calm my heart, calm my nerves. And, Lord, I pray that you would uh, help us tonight, Lord, that you'd touch us. Breathe upon us, Lord, for these next few moments. And I pray, God, that you'd help us. Uh, Lord, to help somebody. And Lord, I pray that you'd minister to someone's heart and their life tonight. And Lord, I pray that you would exalt yourself. Lord, help us to magnify you. And Lord, would you draw honor and glory, Lord, out of everything that's said and done. We thank you, God, for your presence already. And Lord, we ask you, God, for your help. And Lord, to do what only you can. Father, we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. We come to the opening of Mark's gospel here in uh, the first chapter, in chapter number one, and we're immediately launched into the ministry of John the Baptist. And, and Mark is a very touch and go uh, gospel. He's not one to um, worry about the details very much, and he, he's just very uh, fast in the way that he wrote his gospel. And we come to the ministry of John the Baptist and as just as quickly as we're introduced to the ministry of John the Baptist, we are introduced to the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. We know that John was preaching his baptism uh, of repentance there to the nation of Israel. And the Lord Jesus Christ comes to the bank of the Jordan River that day. And uh, John looks up and he said, Behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world, but there's something that I want you to notice about the baptism of the Lord Jesus Christ 
concerning John here, I want you to see that there is a fourfold testimony uh, that is given here in the Word of God. First of all, I want you to see this. I want you to see the testimony of the servant. We find in verse number 7, John, the Bible said and preached concerning John, saying, There cometh one mightier than I after me, the latchet of whose shoe, shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. I indeed have baptized you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Now John takes the position uh, that every good preacher ought to take, and that is the position that it wasn't about John, but it was all about the Lord Jesus Christ tonight. Amen. And preachers, that's our job. And, and furthermore, Christian, that's our job to make much of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hey, listen, we're nothing, but He's everything tonight. Amen. John says, said, I'm not even worthy to stoop down and unlatch in His shoe, that He may take His shoe off, but I, I have come to make much of Him and to proclaim Him. And He said, I will baptize you with water, but He's coming to baptize you with something greater, and that is the Holy Ghost. And so we see the testimony of the servant. But then notice with me in verse number 10, we see the testimony of the Spirit. And straightway, coming up out of the water, he, he saw the heavens open and the Spirit like a dove descending upon him. Here the Spirit of God is and he puts his approval uh, upon the Son of God. We find in verse number 11, we see the testimony of the Sovereign. Look in verse 11 there. And there came a voice from heaven saying, Thou art my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. God wanted everybody to know there on the banks of the Jordan River that day that he put his stamp of approval uh, upon the Lord Jesus Christ and God sealed it all up amen uh, by the miracles that the Lord Jesus did uh, through his preaching and then his death on the cross and then thank God his resurrection there at the tomb the Bible declares to us in the book of Acts that God raised him from the dead amen we see the testimony of the servant the spirit the sovereign but then I want you to notice with me in Mark chapter number 1 the testimony of the Son. Look with me in verse number 13. The Bible says, And he was there in the wilderness forty days, tempted of Satan, and was with the wild beast, and the angels ministered unto him tonight. Amen. I want to talk to you for just a few moments tonight and preach on this subject on Jesus in the wilderness. Jesus in the wilderness. The servant, John the Baptist, the preacher, gives his testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Spirit of God comes and puts His approval upon the Lord Jesus Christ, testifying of who He is. God Himself speaks up and says, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. But if you notice in verses 12 and verse number 13, we find the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now even though it's not spoken at this time, Jesus doesn't really say anything. And Mark is summing up what took place in the wilderness. You'll find that the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ is laid out for us in the life that He lives. Amen. It's His response to temptation. It's His response to loneliness. It's His response to being in a wilderness place that we have this testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I want you to notice what the Word of God says in verse number 13 again. And He was there in the wilderness forty days, tempted of Satan, and was with the wild beast. 
And the angels ministered unto him. Number one, when we consider the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ in the wilderness, I want you to see tonight that it teaches us about our fear. It teaches us about our fear. Notice what Mark says in verse number 13. By the way, in all four of the Gospels tonight, this is the only time that this statement is made. This is the only time that this detail is included in the wilderness experience of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is concerning the wild beast in verse number 13. He says that he was there in the wilderness. He was tempted of Satan. But he gives us this detail that he was with the wild beast. Amen. Whenever we're given insight into the temptation of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, there's a twofold purpose for it tonight. It shows us not only his deity, it shows us that he's God in the flesh, but I'm so thankful for this tonight that Jesus Christ allowed you and I to see his humanity tonight. Amen. Thank God the Bible talks about Jesus hungering. Amen. It talks about Jesus having to sleep. Thank God I can relate with that tonight. Amen. Uh, Jesus was weary and Jesus was tired. We can see moments where Jesus was frustrated and he sighed. Amen. Thank God we get have insight into the humanity of the Lord Jesus Christ. Can I say this tonight? Uh, that while I'm glad that there is a Savior, while I'm glad that there is a sovereign God in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ seated upon the throne and the Son seated at the right hand of God, I'm glad had Paul put it this way. He said that there is one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. Amen. I'm glad that there is a man in heaven tonight. I'm glad that there is a human representative before the throne of God on our behalf. I'm glad the writer of Hebrews said this, that he was touched with the feelings of our infirmities tonight. Amen. Everything that you faced, everything that you've ever been through emotionally, every everything that you've ever experienced in life. The Lord Jesus Christ has faced it tonight including your fear tonight. Amen. I know we don't think about this often and we don't really consider this tonight but I believe tonight that Jesus was out there in the wilderness with those wild beasts even though creation was subject unto him even though he was a sovereign God he was out there in the darkness and in the night and, and he was a man being tempted out there in the wilderness you think about being out there with those wild beasts I don't know how many of you deer hunt or anything like that or you go hiking or you camp uh, but when it's dark outside amen and there's something moving uh, just across the way uh, in the bushes I, I don't know what it could be it could be a squirrel uh, but maybe in my mind it's a mountain lion or something like that uh, but it's fearful to be out there in the dark not being able to see two feet in front of you it, it, it's fearful to be out there uh, with no weapon or anything like that uh, being alone out there in the forest and that's how the Lord Jesus was he was out there in the wilderness alone by himself not only was he tempted of Satan but he was out there with the wild beast amen we think about the things that the Lord Jesus Christ endured we think about the things that he went through we think about the suffering and the shame that he faced we think about our sins being laid upon him oh but have you ever considered the fear that the Lord Jesus Christ experienced 
Baptist. Uh, uh, certainly tonight we think about the physical suffering uh, of Calvary. Certainly we think about the emotional suffering uh, of Calvary. But I want you to think about, uh, listen, that, that fearful suffering at Calvary. Jesus was there at Gethsemane and He knew what He was going to face. Uh, he knew the burden that was going to be laid upon Him. And His sweat did not become, as it were, great, great drops of blood just because of an adrenaline rush or any excitement. I believe that there was fear in the heart and the mind of the Lord Jesus Christ as He was going to bear the sins of the world not only in His deity but also in His humanity tonight. Amen. And as the Lord Jesus Christ is here, I'm glad, thank God, when we read the rest of the story, how He, how he deals with the devil and how He continually goes back to the Word of God. We find that our Savior is an overcomer. Amen. Thank God He overcame the sin and He overcame the shame and He overcame death, hell, and the grave. But I'm glad tonight that He overcame our fear tonight. Amen. Everybody's afraid of something. Now all you men in here, you can look brash and you can look tough and you can say, I'm not scared of anything. There may be one thing you're scared of tonight and that might be your wife. Amen. But I'm telling you, everybody's afraid of something. Everybody's fearful of something. You may not be afraid of another man, but there may be something that comes up in your life that when you're alone and you're by yourself and the shades are pulled and the lights are off, you're scared to death. But I'm glad tonight, listen, there is a God in heaven who is concerned with what concerns you tonight. And what time I'm afraid, I will trust in thee. Amen. Paul tells us something about fear. He said, for the Lord hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. There's two things you need to know about fear tonight. Number Number one, it's very real. And number two, it does not come from God. Amen. For the Lord hath not given us the spirit of fear. And the Lord Jesus Christ teaches us about our fears. And just as Christ bore your sin, and just as Christ bore your shame, and He bore your judgment tonight, I'm glad that there's a place that we can come to in the midst of our fears. Amen. And we can trust in God tonight. Amen. Jesus teaches us about our fear. Number two, He teaches us about our faith. Notice what He said in verse number 13. He said, And He was there in the wilderness for 40 days. And then He said this, He said, Tempted of Satan. You may not be able to relate so much with the wild beast tonight. But I guarantee you this, you can relate with the testing. That 40 days, of course, that's the number of, of testing or temptation tonight. And he said that the Lord Jesus Christ was tempted of Satan. We've heard this statement made so many times, but a faith that cannot be tested is a faith that cannot be trusted tonight. Amen. Whenever we enter into that temptation, whenever we enter into those trials, let us not say, as James said, that we're tempted of God tonight. Amen. But there are trials that come. The Bible tells us that it rains on the just and the unjust. Amen. But listen, Jesus knows how you feel tonight. He was there in the wilderness. He was tempted for 40 days. And He was tempted of Satan tonight. And we remember how Satan tempted the Lord Jesus. He told him that he should uh, cast himself down. 
And he told him that he should turn the uh, stones to bread. And he, and he told him that if he would just fall down and worship him, that he would uh, give him the kingdoms of the world. And you know this tonight, but the Lord Jesus Christ was tempted in the same manner that we're all tempted tonight. Amen. He was tempted by the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. As a matter of fact, you look at Adam and Eve. They were tempted in the same way. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. But I'm thankful tonight As we said Our Savior is an overcomer And by faith tonight We're able to overcome The obstacles in our way tonight Amen What is it tonight That's got you worried What is it tonight That's got you concerned What is it tonight That seems to be an immovable object In your way I'm glad thank God David said When my heart is overwhelmed He said lead me to the rock That's higher than I There's no obstacle There's no temptation There's no force That's greater than our God tonight And Jesus showed us That we can overcome tonight Amen Oftentimes we say, well, this temptation is too, too great for me. That, that's not true tonight. Amen. God would never command us to do anything that He would not give us the means to do tonight. Amen. God is not asking for an impossibility. But God is asking for something to be accomplished through the Word of God and the empowerment of the Spirit of God tonight. And we can live holy. We can live just. We can live pure. Amen. We can live righteously in this present world. That's what Paul said that the grace of God teaches us to do tonight. Amen. But God is in the business of allowing things to come into our life. To try us, to test us, to tempt us, to put us through the refiner's fire, just as he did Job tonight. Amen. God desires to see an increase in our faith. God desires to see a maturity in our life going on under perfection, not sinless perfection, but spiritual maturity tonight. Amen. And you cannot do that aside from trials. You cannot do that aside from testing. You cannot do that aside oftentimes from temptation in your life tonight. He teaches us about our fear. He teaches us about our faith. But then thirdly, and I'll be done, He teaches us tonight about our future. Notice what He said in the verse number 13. He said, and He was there in the wilderness 40 days tempted of Satan. And He was with the wild beasts and the angels ministered unto Him. Here the Lord Jesus is. And He's overcome this temptation. He's overcome Satan. Mark gives us this detail. And the angels ministered unto Him. We've seen the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ. We've considered tonight the humanity of the Lord Jesus. And we're looking at a, an earthly uh, occasion here. But we're given insight into the world that is to come. Where Mark tells us, And the angels ministered unto Him tonight. Amen. Jesus Christ, who has dominion over the wild beasts. And Jesus Christ, who is better than the angels, as Hebrews tells us, is here in a place in the midst between wild beasts and angels tonight. And whenever we consider life, whenever we think about where we are, that's exactly where we're at tonight. 
Paul talked about those at Ephesus that he had to deal with in the ministry, those that opposed the work of God. He called them wild beasts. But I'm glad tonight that as Paul wrote his final letter to Timothy, sometime after that, he was taken to the executioner, and he was beheaded there, And thank God he lifted up his eyes in the presence of God. He writes to us and says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And he left this world of sorrow. And he left this world of sin. And thank God he was there in the midst of the throne of God. There with the angels. And Jesus has these angels ministering unto him. Where we find ourselves tonight is in the midst of life. We find wild beasts on one side and we see the finish line. We see angels. We see the glory world on the other side. And so we find ourselves in the midst. But I'm glad tonight as we look at Mark chapter number 1, we find the Lord Jesus Christ in the middle of it all. Amen. There between the wild beast and there between the angels of the glory world, we find Jesus standing there in the midst. You say, preacher, how am I going to make it another mile? How am I going to endure? How am I going to overcome this temptation? You'll overcome it the same way we all do, by trusting in the one who's standing in the midst. But standing somewhere in the shadows, you'll find Jesus tonight. I'm glad between the wild beast and the glory world that is to come, there's a Savior who allow us to walk hand in hand with him and he's got help for whatever your need is whatever trial, whatever trouble thank God Jesus is there in the midst tonight thank God there is glory that is to come and I'm looking forward to it they sang about it a little bit tonight but until then thank God we've got a savior that goes with us all the way, amen whether you're facing wild beasts or you're in a wilderness time in your life or whether, the, whether Satan is uh, nipping on your heels tonight, thank God you can overcome tonight because he's overcome. Amen. I'm glad, thank God, we've got a victorious Savior tonight. Amen. I'm glad we've got a God who's overcome. And we're overcomers tonight. Amen. Because he overcame. Amen. As we stand together, they're coming with a song, Preacher's Coming. Do you mind the Lord tonight?